Hello and welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. I'm Kent. And I'm Brandon. And today's topic is Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. All right, well, the best time of the year. The best time of the year. Well, we're going to talk about that. You know, Is it really the best time of the year? Well, some people would say not. Yeah. Some, some people would say yes. <laughs> wow, you're... God, it's controversial, isn't it? Oh, yeah. All right, well, you know, we'll talk about, you know, how, how people feel about Christmas. How, how do you feel about Christmas, Brandon? What really makes makes this time of year just wonderful? Well, I'll start by answering the first part there, how I feel about Christmas. Well, it's my favorite holiday, other than my birthday, but <laughs> <laughs> the best holiday is always the birthday. Uh, but Christmas time, I think, is actually my favorite national holiday. Uh, the just the the feeling around that time is or around this time is really I think is better than any other time of the year uh, but I don't know about you but yeah what do you think yeah I I, I, I don't know because I you know my birthday's in the summer but you know I'm more of a sum I'm more of a summer guy I like the heat you know you relax. It's more open. You can do a lot of stuff. But I think there's a certain, uh, I think that gives Christmas sort of a kind of a magical feeling. You know, it's dark. It's Christmas. Uh-huh. People, uh, you know, physically people are going through, you know, seasonal depression, stuff like that. And then Christmas brings a, uh, it's kind of the light in the storm, you know. When you need when you need the light the most, you know, that's, that's where it's going to be. So you said you like the heat. Does that mean your axe to grind with Christmas is the weather? I mean... You know, I'm I'm kind of I, I like I like to think that people, they always think that the grass is greener, so they're always gonna say, oh well I like the heat, you know it's cold I like the, the you know the, the cold the heat maybe I just maybe I just like it because my birthday you know the best holiday you know, mm-hmm. but yeah you know there's just a magic to uh, you know to getting together with family on a, you know when it's cold right everyone's kind of down you know and you have a great time what. Best time of the year, you know, you have yeah. opening presents, you got some gifts, you're celebrating with each other, and it's just, it's a great time. It's yeah. a great time. Well, something really interesting about Christmas time is you get these really contrasting views of mm-hmm. of this time. Yeah. You got people who really enjoy it, and you got people who turn into the Grinch mm-hmm. or turn into Ebenezer Scrooge. They just really don't like the time of the year. And I think that's just a, a strange phenomenon mm-hmm. around this time where you get people who, you know, they have their median emotion throughout the year. And then this time mm-hmm. they get either super excited or super depressed or not, not really depressed, yeah. but, but just, I guess, don't like the time of the year. Yeah. I think it's kind of like. I think it's kind of, you have, you know, you have two, t- you know, the people that are generally more happy or mm-hmm. not more happy, but more outgoing than the people that are more, um, um, reserved, I guess. And then this time of year kind of exacerbates both of those sides. So it makes them go to the opposite sides of their spectrum. Uh-huh. So it makes it so the happy people, you know, they really enjoy it. And then the sad people, if they don't have family or they're lacking things that other people don't have or just they don't have certain, you know, Christmas gatherings that other people don't have. Maybe they'll feel left out and then they'll get down, but yeah, and the and you got these as we mentioned, there's these people that get uber excited about Christmas and I don't know, I'd say at times it can get annoying even mm-hmm. though I'm someone who enjoys Christmas. Yeah. 
you know the people that starting the day after Thanksgiving walking yeah. around in their ugly Christmas sweaters. Yeah. It, it like it makes it so you're going to spend the entire month celebrating Christmas. Like right. by the time you get to Christmas you're like, "Oh, you're already Christmas out." Yeah. And well, there's people that just I, there's actually a good example one of my family members actually gets puts up all their Christmas decorations the week before Thanksgiving, so they go a month and a half. Wow. With that st- with Christmas stuff up, so and that that's just too much. That, that is too much. I think I think at the at the the maximum length is right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, you set them up, which I think that just applies for all holidays. You know, they got they got Christmas. St- some stores don't even put out Halloween stuff. They'll just put out Christmas stuff yeah. before Halloween is around. They're like, well, that's great. Yeah, so you're just kind of you're making the special event n- not as special. Right. But I guess that's also caused by you know capitalism and just buying gifts which is a whole nother thing well, christmas is the <clears throat> a big boom in yeah. sales so yeah like different articles i've been reading about you know like since i'm an economics major it's like they'll say they're ignoring the so-called slow bad economy or whatever and they're just going on with the christmas you know because it, it's pretty inevitable like People are going to buy Christmas gifts. It's a pretty surefire thing for not only brick-and-mortar stores, but also for online shopping and mm-hmm. just stores in general. And then also um, the Amazons and just, the Walmarts. Yeah, money spending in general. Just people spending their money, which yeah. there's really there's no other time in the during the year or even in the world that, I mean, there could be other holidays for different, I think, just big, big holidays for religions, those are always pretty surefire for uh-huh. either the country or the area that they're in, because, you know. Right. And, well, that's the big thing about Christmas, is that it is religiously centered, mm-hmm. so I don't remember what the latest statistic is for the census, but mm-hmm. I know that it's the vast majority still are <laughs> religious in this country, mm-hmm. so you do got a lot of people celebrating there that are religious, and so this, I guess speaks to the festive spirit of the time uh, just there's so many people that celebrate christmas um i it's I, really there's not a time of year where you share something with that, right. that many people i mean there i mean so many people we're talking yeah. probably over 90 yeah. percent of the population yeah. celebrate it's like, this. oh merry christmas it's like nobody it's yeah. like have a good day people won't even say oh have a good day or how's your day going but on christmas they'll be like oh have a good christmas you know yeah merry christmas yeah. or happy holidays yeah. Which, speaking of that, I was wondering, that's something I was kind of wondering about your opinion on. What do you think about this whole, we should say, happy holidays, not, no, not Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas? Well, the thing is, Christmas has already been so, it's not as religious as it used to be. Yeah. It used to be, you know, solidly based on the birth of Jesus, but now people, you could ask, I mean, not, I mean, you could ask people and they, would, they wouldn't even know what it is. I wouldn't say a vast majority, because I would assume a lot of people know, but... You know, I'd have to look into that more, but I think it's already been so um, not monetized. That's not the right word. Uh, not like kind of censored, not censored, but in a way, it has yeah, because been. It, they don't want it to be religious. They just want it to be. Yeah, they're taking the religious context. Yeah. And when I say they, they when I say they, I mean like stores and right. that's what they you know, want yeah. is to take away the religious context, <clears throat> so that everyone is involved. And in. which I guess is. I mean, I still say Merry Christmas yeah. just because that's the name of the holiday, yeah. but... And I can't imagine anyone would get offended. It's like, oh, don't say that to me. Like, well, you, 
Yeah, and it's starting to happen in schools. I remember when I was yeah. in high school, there was this one year I was there that there the there was an assembly around Christmas time and before our break, and they're saying that hey, we're promoting the happy holidays. So try yeah. and say that instead of Merry Christmas. And I was I always remember thinking that was dumb. Yeah, I'm still gonna say Merry yeah. Christmas. Like it's it. I just think it's so. My it's such a minute detail, but I mean, in retrospect, it um, or not retrospect, just it, I mean, it is a big deal. Uh-huh. It like it is a big difference, but it's not like a lot of people like the emotional meaning is the same. Yeah, well, I still say Merry Christmas. I I understand the idea behind it because, as you said, Christmas has been very religious in the past, but nowadays it's yeah. becoming more of just a cultural thing. Yeah. Which I mean isn't really a new thing. Like kind of with um. um I don't know, not the rise of I guess the rise of consumerism I guess when that came around that's after that's the Great true. Depression, um, and it, that kind of caused this whole influx of um, market spending and uh, consumers. Um, I guess producers really um, capitalizing on this time period of Christmas and right, right. Right. All right. Well, well, that's that's the religion shtick. But well, um, well, here I'll bring I'll pull up a or give you a statistic that I'm interested to see what you think about, and this will go. This kind of speaks to the mm-hmm. people who don't like th- this time of the year. Uh, I believe this is a statistic from last year. It might be 2016. I'm not sure. Uh, Consumer Reports did a study on Christmas music and people who like mm-hmm. it. They found that 23% of people don't like Chris, don't like Christmas music, uh, not just Christmas, but Christmas music specifically. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Do you like Christmas music? Because that was, that's a big reason a lot of people don't like this yeah. time of the year. I mean, I like Christmas music. I like Christmas music as much as the next guy, but no. But um, yeah, I think it just it just brings it. It just is a reminder of what. Um, what memories you've shared in the past with your family and it kind of brings back that good spirit of christmas mm-hmm. i guess but i mean i understand why people don't like it is it's just the same thing like every year which i guess goes into if you like christmas like i'm assuming if you don't like christmas you probably don't like christmas music right like it kind of goes hand in hand but i know people who like christmas who don't like christmas music but um well, it probably goes back to the people who do it a lot yeah. really early. So if you're, I mean, from the day after Thanksgiving, if you're start listening to yeah. Christmas music or, nonstop. Yeah, if your family does that or someone in your family does that, you might really dislike it. Or imagine the people that work at stores during <coughs> oh, that yeah. time and, you know, Christmas music yeah. is playing overhead yeah. all day, every yeah. day. And so if you're working eight-hour shifts, yeah, you're getting a lot of Christmas music. So you don't want to hear that when you go home because that will just remind you of work and nobody likes work. That's a full day of Christmas music full day. in the car, at work, at home. <laughs> and they just keep repeating the same music because there's not that much Christmas music. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the Christmas uh, Christmas spirit. But, you know, I think um, people also don't like Christmas because of um, stress. Um, people, you know, hosting Christmas parties, they want it to be perfect since... Um, you know, people have built up this perfection of Christmas and having a great Christmas party that everyone will enjoy and remember for. And the meals are supposed to be some of the great, yeah. greatest meals of the year. It's the best time of the year. Yeah. So. You gotta, you know, and I, I think that also goes to um, why some people don't like it. They pro- they probably wouldn't say they don't like it, 
because um, they just want to put off a good persona. Right. But if they if they get really stressed out, then they probably don't like it as much as if they could either go to a party or not have to partake in hosting a party. But I think that's kind of like a it's more of a parent thing. Um, you know, hosting your kids and stuff and wanting to bond with family and you're kind of giving that up. Like you're taking all that stress because um, you want your family to have a really good time at the party and stuff like that. So Yeah, Christmas is really kid-centric. Yeah. Because obviously the kids don't really give gifts to the parents. Yeah. I mean, they may make yeah. something about, make something for them yeah. at school, but yeah. it's really the act of the parents yeah. giving. Yeah, presents. and, you know, adults give each other gifts too, but it's not as like, it's not so much a like checking of a list. I mean, depend you know, it goes person to person, but it's more of like, you know, were these people, you know, are these people actually really good friends? Uh-huh. Like you might, you know, invite people to this party, but you might not get them a gift because, you know, you're just having them over, you're having a good time, and like they're not a huge part of your life, so. But they're still good friends of yours, so. Uh huh. But. Um, Giving yeah. gifts in general, though, is really just what Christmas is all about, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, kind of centered around that. You yeah. got all this ex- extra stuff, Christmas music, the the weather, you know, the snow coming down, but Christmas really is, I think, the act of giving gifts, whether they be physical gifts or just spending time with people. Yeah. But uh, in the act of giving gifts really does, uh, I guess, change how people act because you got to save your money. Uh, this can go back to stress. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you... Got if you it. want to get someone something, you can't. Yeah, if yeah. you're expected to get gifts for people, you got to have the money to do that. you got to shell out. And if you don't have money to begin with, then that's going to just be yeah. added stress. You know that this time of year is coming up and that you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not really... I mean, I'm not a parent, but... Yeah, it, when it when it comes to when it comes to friends and stuff, if you don't have the money to pay, I'm sure. I mean, um, but they'll be understanding. Some people might take it per, you know, they'll take it personally, or the person that um, wants to give gifts they can't, so they feel bad or whatever. But I think it mostly comes to um, parenting. If you can't get your kids gifts, then you feel like you've kind of let them down. Yeah, let them down or. But it, because other parents, you know, it's, since it's become such a communal thing, um, so many people are giving gifts. It's kind of the standard. And if you can't give your kids the standard, then you feel like you're letting them down. You're not giving them equal opportunity and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and going off that, I, I read this article the other day that was uh, someone was saying that as parents, you shouldn't give really expensive gifts to your kids under the guise of Santa. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't say, or uh, shouldn't give these big gifts and then write from Santa on it. Yeah. You should say it's from yourself because the, your kid may have a friend who, mm-hmm. whose parents don't have a lot of money. So Santa's not going to, the Santa gifts, in yeah. air quotes there, are not going to uh, be as great. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to look like Santa favors the, the more wealthy families yeah. than it does the poorer families. And so this article made a pretty good point about that when you do get these nice gifts for your kids, if you have the luxury of affording them, that you should say this is from mom and dad, not from Santa, yeah. which I think makes sense. Yeah. 
but a lot of people were there's some back a little bit of backlash against mm-hmm. that article but yeah since santa's kind of a uh, it almost has become like a religious type of thing because people believe in this you know this um this figure that brings gifts and that's kind of become the um not the religious kind of the religious standard of christmas i guess well santa is a deity like person of christmas and originally it was saint nicholas you know who did give gifts but it was more just used as a um um not a not a slogan what is it called a logo not a logo a mascot that's more of a mascot for christmas that all these stores are using and um not just stores, mainstream media, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. And, well, Christmas didn't even start off as a gift-giving event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a feast where people would gather and eat food yeah. together. It was more, more or less Thanksgiving, yeah. basically. Because in the 4th century, mm-hmm. so the 300s, is when it is around that time is when it started, it it wasn't just like one day, one year they're like, okay, we're celebrating Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just a slow evolvement of a feast, mm-hmm. and slowly it became, over the centuries, came what it is today. But it's funny that I, I don't know when gifts, gift-giving started becoming a thing, but mm-hmm. I do know that it was originally a feast mm-hmm. that uh, Christian uh, communities would honor Jesus's birthday mm-hmm. and uh, have a feast for it. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's the whole evolvement of coming from a um, coming from um, Christianity and um, becoming more of a mainstream idea than uh, the roots. Yeah, of the Christmas. roots of Christmas. Yeah, which yeah, that's why Saint Nicholas is. Um, you know, that's uh, Santa. Which Saint Nicholas probably isn't even used as much as he. Used to be because you know Saint it's Santa now it's not yeah I only hear it in the songs yeah jolly old Saint Nicholas yeah coming right this way <laughs> yeah no but um <clears throat> yeah <coughs> and then adding to that stress piece also just traveling with um, traveling places with um, you know weather and huge storms especially in the east when um you know, whole airports will be shut down and then all these people traveling and and just um, the driving to work during mm-hmm. this time of year yeah. is not good either because <clears throat> there's so many people moving around and, and and if you do live in an area that has bad weather you have more people driving on worse conditioned mm-hmm. roads so it can make it tough to get places yeah even simple places like the store mm-hmm. or work yeah and it's just the combination of all those things which I'm, I think that also adds to, I guess, the magic of Christmas. Because if there's all this bad weather and all these things and your family still gets together to do this, it's like yeah. nothing can keep this family apart. Yeah, and it was, I guess a moral of this is that the people that are the Grinches and the Ebenezer Scrooges mm-hmm. do, have a, do have a lot of reasons to feel yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you brought, you brought up a good point that if you can gather with your family still among all this, you know, traverse the stress, traverse the weather, and still get together with your family. Yeah, I remember a Christmas where it was probably two years ago, 
Yeah, two years ago, I think. Um, but um, it snowed here on Christmas. It didn't snow any other time of the year, but it snowed on Christmas, and then there was ice afterwards. But, um, like, none of our, the family on, um, n- like, none of the family was able to come um, to Christmas. So my grandparents, who usually don't come to that Christmas because it's a different side of the family, um, they just uh, walked over, and then we just had our own Christmas, which was, um, you know, it was just as good, and it was almost better because of that, you know, that fear that it wasn't going to happen or... Um, just the lack thereof, but the fact that you overcame the obstacles yeah. to yeah, to have this and then we had Christmas. just as good of a time, and yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I think it's also just a time to uh, um, overindulge yourself. I guess you know people work all. It's kind of like a, I mean, well, it, you know, it comes with New Year's and all that. Um, happy holidays or whatever you know bringing those two together and then you kind of overindulge and then um people are you know they're screwing up their diets and um um market spending and uh, consumers um i guess producers really um capitalizing on this time period of christmas and right 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 all right well well that's that's the religion's shtick but, um, well, here, I'll bring, I'll pull up a, or give you a statistic that I'm interested to see what you think about. And this will go, this kind of speaks to the mm-hmm. people who don't like th- this time of the year. Uh, I believe this is a statistic from last year. It might be 2016. I'm not sure. Uh, Consumer Reports did a study on Christmas music and people who like mm-hmm. it. They found that 23% of people don't like Chris, don't like Christmas music. Uh, not just Christmas, but Christmas music specifically. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Do you like Christmas music? Because that that's a big reason a lot of people don't like this yeah. time of the year. I mean, I like Christmas music. I like Christmas music as much as the next guy, but no. But, um, yeah, I think it just, it just brings... It, it just is a reminder of what, um, what memories you've shared in the past with your family. And it kind of brings back that good spirit of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I guess, but I mean, I understand why people don't like it. Is it's just the same thing like every year, which I guess goes into if you like Christmas. Like I'm assuming, if you don't like Christmas, you probably don't like Christmas music. Right. Like it kind of goes hand in hand. But I know people who like Christmas who don't like Christmas music. But um, well, it probably goes back to the people who do it a lot yeah. really early. So if you're, I mean, from the day after Thanksgiving, if you're start listening to yeah. Christmas music, or, yeah, if your family does that, or someone in your family does that, you might really dislike it. Or imagine the people that work at stores during <coughs> oh, that yeah. time, and you know Christmas music yeah. is playing overhead yeah. all day, every yeah. day. And so if you're working eight-hour shifts, yeah, you're getting a lot of Christmas music. So you don't want to hear that when you go home, because that'll just remind you of work, and nobody likes work. And it's a full day of Christmas music full day. in the car, at work, at home. <laughs> and they just keep repeating the same music because there's not that much Christmas music. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the Christmas uh, Christmas spirit. But, you know, I think um, people also don't like Christmas because of um, stress. Um, people, you know, hosting Christmas parties, they want it to be perfect since... Um, you know, people have built up this perfection of Christmas 
and having a great Christmas party that everyone will enjoy and remember for. And the meals are supposed to be some of the great greatest yeah. meals of the year. Because it's the best time of the year. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that also goes to um, why some people don't like it. They pro they probably wouldn't say they don't like it because um, they just want to put off a good persona. Right. But if they're if they get really stressed out, then they probably don't like it as much as if they could either go to a party or not have to partake in hosting a party. But I think that's kind of like a, it's more of a parent thing, um, you know, hosting your kids and stuff and wanting to bond with family and you're kind of giving that up. Like you're taking all that stress because um, you want your family to have a really good time at the party and stuff like that. So Yeah, Christmas is really kid-centric. Yeah. Because obviously the kids don't really give gifts to the parents. Yeah. I mean, they may make yeah. something about, make something for them yeah. at school, but yeah. it's really the act of the parents yeah. giving. Yeah, and you know, adults give each other gifts too, but it's not as like it's not so much a like checking of a list. I mean, depend you know goes person to person, but it's more of like you know, were these people you know are these people actually really good friends? Uh-huh. Like you might you know invite people to this party, but you might not get them a gift because. You know, you're just having them over, you're having a good time, and, like, they're not a huge part of your life, so. But they're still good friends of yours, so. Uh-huh. But. Um, Giving yeah. gifts in general, though, is really just what Christmas is all about, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, kind of centered around that. You yeah. got all this ex- extra stuff, Christmas music, the the weather, you know, the snow coming down, but Christmas really is, I think, the act of giving gifts whether they be physical gifts or just spending time with people. Yeah. But uh, in the act of giving gifts really does, uh, I guess, change how people act because you got to save your money. Uh, this can go back to stress. Mm-hmm. You know, you got If you want to get someone something, you can't. Yeah, if yeah. you're expected to get gifts for people, mm-hmm. you got to have the money to do that. You gotta shell out, and if you don't have money to begin with, then that's gonna just be yeah. added stress. You know that this time of year is coming up, and that you're not gonna be able to do it. Yeah, which I mean, it's not really. I mean, I'm not a parent, but yeah, it, when it when it comes to when it comes to friends and stuff, if you don't have the money to pay, I'm sure. I mean, um, but they'll be understanding. Some people might take it per, you know, they'll take it personally, or the person that. Um, wants to give gifts they can't so they feel bad or whatever but i think it mostly comes to um, parenting if you can't get your kids gifts then you feel like you've kind of let them down yeah let them down or um but because other parents you know it's since it's become such a communal thing um so many people are giving gifts it's kind of the standard and if you can't give your kids the standard then you feel like you're letting them down you're not giving them equal opportunity and stuff like that so yeah, and going off that, I, I read this article the other day that was, uh, someone was saying that uh, as parents, you shouldn't give really expensive gifts to your kids under the guise of Santa. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't say, or uh, shouldn't give these big gifts and then write from Santa on it. Yeah. You should say it's from yourself because the, your kid may have a friend who do, mm-hmm. whose parents don't have a lot of money. So Santa's not going to, the Santa gifts, in yeah. air quotes there, are not going to uh, be as great. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to look like Santa favors 
the the more wealthy families yeah. than it does to the poorer families. And so this article made a pretty good point about that when you do get these nice gifts for your kids, if you have the luxury of affording them, that you should say this is from mom and dad, not from Santa, yeah. which I think makes sense. Yeah. But a lot of people were there's some back a little bit of backlash against mm-hmm. that article, but yeah, since Santa's kind of a uh, it almost has become like a religious type of thing because people believe in this you know this um this figure that brings gifts and that's kind of become the um not the religious kind of the religious standard of Christmas I guess well Santa is. Yeah. A deity-like person of Christmas. And originally it was St. Nicholas, you know, who did give gifts, but it was more just used as a, um, um, not a, a, not a slogan, what is it called? A logo? Not a logo. A mascot, that's more of a mascot for Christmas that all these stores are using and, um, not just stores, mainstream media, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And, well, Christmas didn't even start off as a gift-giving event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a feast where people would gather and eat food yeah. together. It was more, more or less Thanksgiving, yeah, basically. because in the 4th century, mm-hmm. so the 300s, is when it is, around that time is when it started. It it wasn't just like one, di- one year they're like, okay, we're celebrating Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just a slow evolvement of a feast mm-hmm. and slowly it became over the centuries came what it is today but it's funny that i I don't know when gifts gift giving started becoming a thing but Mm -hmm. i do know that it was originally a feast Mm -hmm. that uh christian uh, communities would honor jesus's birthday Mm -hmm. and uh, have a feast for it yeah, and I think yeah, that's the whole evolvement of coming from a um, coming from um, Christianity and um, becoming more of a mainstream idea than uh, the roots. Yeah, of the Christmas. roots of Christmas. Yeah, which yeah, that's why Saint Nicholas is um, you know that's uh, Santa. Which Saint Nicholas probably isn't even used as much as it used to be because you know Saint it's Santa now. It's not. Yeah, I only hear it in the songs. Yeah. Jolly old St. Nicholas. Yeah. Coming right this way. <laughs> yeah. No, but... Um, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and then adding to that stress piece, also just traveling with... Um, traveling places with, um, you know, weather and huge storms, especially in the east, when, um, you know, whole airports will be shut down, and then all these people traveling, and... And just the driving to work during this time of year yeah. is not good either. Because <clears throat> there's so many people moving around. And... And, and if you do live in an area that has bad weather, you have more people driving on worse conditioned mm-hmm. roads. So it can make it tough to get places. Yeah. Even simple places like the store yeah. or work. Yeah. And it's just the combination of all those things. Which I'm, I think that also adds to, I guess, the magic of Christmas. Because if there's all this bad weather and all these things and your family still gets together to do this. It's like, yeah. nothing can keep this family apart. Yeah. And it was, I guess a moral of this is that the people that are the Grinches and the Ebenezer Scrooges mm. do have a, do have a lot of reasons to feel yeah. so. Mm. Yeah. 
but you brought you brought up a good point that if you can gather with your family still among all this, you know, traverse the stress, traverse the weather, and still get together with your family. Yeah, I remember a Christmas where it was probably two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, I think. Um, but um, it snowed here on Christmas. It didn't snow any other time of the year, but it snowed on Christmas, and then there was ice afterwards. But, um, like, none of our, the family on, um, n- like, none of the family was able to come um, to Christmas. So my grandparents, who usually don't come to that Christmas because it's a different side of the family, um, they just uh, walked over, and then we just had our own Christmas, which was, um, you know, it was just as good, and it was almost better because of that, you know, that fear that it wasn't going to happen or... Um, just the lack thereof, but the fact that you overcame the obstacles yeah. to yeah, to have this and then we great had Christmas. just as good of a time, and yeah, yeah, but yeah, and I think it's also just a time to uh, um, overindulge yourself, I guess. You know, people work all. It's kind of like a, I mean, well, it, you know, comes with New Year's and all that. Um, happy holidays or whatever you know bringing those two together and then you kind of overindulge and then um people are you know they're screwing up their diets and um technology i think you could use technology to kind of get away from that as a scapegoat yeah but i think if you you know if you can if you kind of become lazy and you don't want to talk to people um you kind of you like feel like oh you know i can please myself i guess but well <clears throat> You can always please yourself. Yeah, that, maybe that went the wrong direction. But, yeah, I think just enjoying other people's company has become um, a lost value, I guess. Yeah, the idea of hanging out with others yeah. has been replaced with hanging out with your device. Yeah. And even if you're hanging out with someone, which, I mean, that the, technology has also helped that, too. Like, um, just connecting with people from other states or other countries has become way easier. Like, you can have friends on the East Coast when you're on the West Coast, which didn't used to be... Like, you might know someone, but now it's it, become, it becomes much easier to um, follow someone. Or, like, you can follow them on Instagram or Snapchat or uh, follow their Twitter or something. And it, it, oh, that's all it takes. You just say, oh, can I have your thing? And then you follow them, and then you know all this information. You can contact them. And if there's bad weather, like we were talking about earlier, with family can't come, you can still talk yeah. to them yeah you can it's not like they're just them. lost yeah you can enjoy each other and stuff like that and i've always i've thought that at least for my family that christmas has done a pretty good job of uh stopping people from getting on their devices because yeah. at our gatherings i really don't see a lot of that yeah yeah same with yeah same with my family gatherings i mean there's a little bit of it but other than we have yeah. the tv on yeah. for i think it's nba yeah. basketball plays has yeah. our christmas day games yeah. we'll have that on but yeah but it's not a main. It's not a main point of yeah, the it's conversation. The, it's more yeah. background. Yeah. <clears throat> Which yeah, I think that's how it should. It should be for um, Christmas and then also Thanksgiving too. But um, yeah, I think it's just enjoying other people's company. I guess has become a lost art because you know a lot of a lot of young people would say you're not young. That's kind of a derogatory term, but those damn young people. <laughs> It's always, well, it's always weird talking, whenever I talk about my own generation, you want to say young people. Yeah, we're included in that. Yeah, we're still, (laughs) still, let's do the little disclaimer, we're still included in that generation, but 
Um, I mean, we've talked about that before, being included in this generation. The millennials. Yeah, how you feel about it. And you, well, how do you, how do you feel about it? Oh, the, man. This is kind of getting off a Christmas topic, but. Yeah, that's also going into a. Yeah. <laughs> what I don't like is I'm not a big fan of my generation, yeah. but. But I guess that would be my answer is I'm not a big fan of yeah. being a being millennial or at least being associated with yeah. it. Uh, and the, yeah, well, I was saying that, you know, it's kind of, it sets you apart because if you aren't, I guess, um, uneducated is how I'll put it. Or, <laughs> I guess kind of just following the mainstream, um, um, like you feel like you're set apart if you don't follow that. Or if you work hard to, you know, make sure you keep your character, um, you feel um, separated from that. So it makes you stand apart more than um, it used to. But yeah, the millennial generation is consumed with ideals and yeah. concepts that I'm not necessarily into. And a lot of them, I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Christmas becomes less of a thing as the yeah. generations go along because it's it really is centered around interaction with others and these younger generations ours the millennials and then the next generation is what gen x i think is what it's called aren't really into yeah interaction with other people yeah and i think that's i think that's a huge part of christmas and why people love it so much is it um because it kind of for not forces you but it gives you a it gives you a foundation to go back and build these relationships that you haven't had, you know, in a while. If someone didn't show up for Christmas one year, two years apart, you know them really well, but it's not someone that you'll interact with on a daily basis, but it might rekindle a fire where um, you'll talk to that person more, you know, speaking uh-huh. of Christmas, rekindling the fire. Yeah, Pope, Pope, I was, I wasn't going to say anything, but I did like that term. I had to say it. I had to, <laughs> I had to give myself props for that one, but... Um, I, yeah, and I think, you know, what you were saying, how it's going to kind of fall out of favor because people don't enjoy other people's company as much anymore. And I think as our generation gets older, they'll realize that once, um, well, maybe they won't realize it. Well, I wonder, that's actually a good point, even though you trailed off there. It's a, yeah. I think it's a good point that I wonder if it is just when you get older, mm-hmm. being with others becomes more important because yeah. we say, oh, our younger generations aren't into it. Yeah. The older generations are but yeah. what if when they were younger, they didn't, yeah. probably didn't really like it? And I think something to speak to that is that technology is moving so fast that with older generations, you know, you'd have, you had computers and stuff, but the rate that they were um, creating finished products was a lot lower. And now it's more of, even when you're getting older, you can still, you know, get something new or buy something new. Um, so I don't know if that'll... Older people will, you know, our generation when they get older will see that, or, and that's uh, that is also a good point too. Is the before technology, and really the technology boom started in the fifties. You have TV coming out, yeah, but those generations still went outside and still hung out with others. That was their main entertainment. Yeah, like but, hanging out with other friends. Just, I think that's also um how parents treat their kids like they won't parents won't just let them you know run outside yeah. maybe in rural areas but yeah and there's this now there's with as you said technology's coming out a lot yeah. more rapidly this generation's consumed with that with those things and their lives are centered around yeah. it yeah 
But yeah, I think going back to um, human interaction, I think Christmas will say. I think Christmas and you know Thanksgiving are kind of the last, last foundation for that, because you know kids are saying, oh well, my parents making me go to this Christmas thing, or we don't even like hanging out with my family anymore. But I think it's kind of keeping that structure there, which. Um, and I guess I'd still kind of say that's partially just young people not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, young people it. have always said that. But. Yeah, and so I think that's partially, yeah. but I do think there is a little bit difference here with just generational yeah. themes. Because even parents now are, parents that are in their 40s, they're not, you know, it's like, well, well why would I travel to that person's house? You know, there's a huge snowstorm. When it used to be, I'm going to get there no matter what. Yeah. And it's a, not a, you know, like it's going to happen, like. There's no question about it. We're going. It's going to happen. That is true because I remember we used to go to – my parents and yeah. I used to go to these Christmas Eve parties, and we used to go there no matter what. Mm. If there was snow, we would put on chains mm. and we'd get there. Now it did. I think last year we didn't even go yeah. – or two years ago we didn't go yeah. because there was a little bit of snow yeah. and ice. and really, yeah, Or even like, or like Home Alone or something. If you think back to those, they had snow on the ground everywhere. They were flying through these storms. But now that wouldn't even be that. Wouldn't be a question. It would yeah. be grounded. Yeah, which I think is that's why Thanksgiving has a lot more people traveling than Christmas. Is also the weather, because you know Thanksgiving people have that urge to go travel, but now there's not an excuse, I guess, to not travel. But yeah, the weather hasn't come in yet. Yeah. But yeah, just uh, Christmas, mm-hmm. good times. You know, it just gives you the cuddly feeling, the warm feeling, just the cuddly hormone, yeah. as you said. Yeah, and I think as you. Uh, you know, and there's also a magic when you're younger. Speaking of young people, when you're younger, um, you know, in adolescence, it's you know magical, which could play into just the way your brain is um, functioning at that age. But that's also because you get gifts. That's true. Like, you also get more gifts. Maybe I'd be the same if I got more <laughs> gifts. No, but well, maybe I don't know. But yeah. Um, just gift giving is kind of a, like you said, it's kind of a child centric thing. Yeah. Um, like kids get, like adults give each other gifts, but you give the kids most of the gifts and then they don't give you gifts back, which, um, which I guess, um, as you get older, you know, it becomes more valuable to you to give one gift that means a lot than just stuff. Cause you know, older people generally understand that. Or not, I guess not older people, I should say mature people, because, you know, I'm still a part of that generation. <laughs> we can't but, talk too much smack yeah, about it. Yeah. And not saying that we're we're above that generation. We right? are and better. We still have, okay. <laughs> but, we, I mean, we still have, you know, the same problems that that you fight through with that, but with technology and all that, and, you know, the magic of technology. Connecting families. Oh yeah. Well, I was gonna earlier. I was gonna talk about how technology keeps. It also keeps families connected too. Like mm-hmm. you used to have to mail letters. I mean, people still send Christmas cards and stuff, but um, staying connected on Facebook and you know Instagram, sending pictures to people, and it's become more of a. You can make a group and you can have share these different events that you wouldn't be able to share so quickly or. In such a, um, like, group style manner. And, and that, I mean, that's a good point that you, it brings people together, but this might be what has 
taken away from the yeah. actual physical interaction. Yeah. Well, not okay, not in that context yeah. of physical <laughs> interaction, but as in communicating with others, yeah. person to person. Uh, Since it's, it's so easy now. Yeah, you don't need to anymore because yeah. people are so used to, oh, I can just send a text to this person. I don't need to go visit them or I can yeah. just call them. Or FaceTime them. Because uh, I remember every, like on Thanksgiving now, I'll FaceTime my brother because he doesn't come up for Thanksgiving. Or, some some years he will, and then he won't come up for Christmas or we'll visit him for Christmas or stuff like that. But, yeah, I think, yeah, just, you know, missing family and not being able to see them as much. I think there's still a power to seeing someone in person. <clears throat> and I think that's what technology will never take away, is seeing someone in person and actually being able to, um, you know, see someone in person. Which, as technology advance, admit, as advances, maybe it will change. But, <clears throat> but do you think that, it, that there's a link between the idea that now year-round, due to technology, you could stay connected with the people you'd normally only see on holidays? Yeah. But now you can see what they're doing at all times through Facebook, Instagram. Which which maybe is a good thing. Like, yeah. But now there's really yeah. no need to see them on yeah. Christmas or Thanksgiving because you see them year-round. Which could be a good thing because then um, it's it, Christmas, like, gift-giving becomes more of a, um, like, a dependent thing instead of an independent thing because it's not like, oh, Christmas, you got to give, give gifts. Now it's more of like... Well, you know, that person did something really nice for me. I'll give a gift to them or something. Or, right. Or it becomes more of a surprise. When it's at Christmas, it's like, well, I'll give you a gift. I got a gift here. Got... It's, it's going to become more of a surprise, not so much a, a need to give a gift or receive a gift. But, and I think Christmas can also have a negative. I mean, it's prob- this, this is more of a long term thing but on effect of the effect of like children when they want something which i guess doesn't have to be christmas like when you walk into a store and you're a young kid you just want stuff but um, i think christmas kind of fuels that because you're like oh i really want that and then it's like okay well yes you can have that or give me a list of something you want i'll like be your nanny and go out and get it yeah but and you, you buy your kid one gift one year and the next year you got it your kid's expecting something yeah. at least equal because yeah. if you get something yeah. less and they're like hey last year well then you're a bad parent well, which is know. true <laughs> that's true that's a fact i want a better gift than last year no yeah. not really but yeah but it, but it it builds up the yeah. expectations for for parents i think every year and I, I marketing again kind of pushes that oh get get your kid this fantastic yeah. toy mm-hmm. that's two hundred dollars yeah or like in um in the office when um you know the tv show Great show, by the way. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, well, get a cell phone, get the internet. I don't know. <laughs> Watch um, it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's an episode where it's I think it's the second Christmas episode. They've had a lot. They've had you know a Moroccan Christmas and <laughs> an Indian Christmas, all this other st- things, but different versions of the Christmas episodes. And but on one of them, Dwight goes out um, and he gets all these. Um, he gets all these dolls called uh, what is it? Um, it's a uni- it's a unicorn. It's a girl uh, oh, with a unicorn head. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, uh, I, I know what you're talking but about. But it's that. my horn pierced the sky because <laughs> uh, Michael Scott, the character, comes out played by Steve Carell. You know, he comes out and he's like the horn will pierce the sky. But it's like a kids show uh-huh. or whatever. And Dwight and Jim are like, oh, that's stupid. But then yeah, it's funny. Recommend that episode highly. Watch it with your friends and family at Christmas. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that just kind of goes into, you know, you got to get, because these dads are coming in and paying, you know, $300 for these dolls, which normally weren't that much, but it's like, oh, this is the gift in demand. I have to get it when, um, even though it's so much. Yeah. yeah. Which money, I guess, has become kind of a, you know, who needs kinda, money? It, it shows how much you care about someone yeah. by how much you paid for it, so. If it's an expensive gift, leave, leave the price tag on. If it's not, you know, leave it. But you know, or, uh, Oops, I left the $300 <laughs> price tag on there. Dang. Which is another great Office episode. Another Christmas. Uh, actually, it might be the same episode. Leaving the tag on there for no, something no, no, expensive? Remember. Yeah, it was an iPod. that you, It was a generic gift. And um, Michael Scott got, it, he got an iPod when you were supposed to get just a $25 limit. And it said $300. He's like... Oh whoops! Somebody splurged. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's it. That's another gig. All the all the Christmas episodes are they really hold a, a place in my heart, which is what Christmas is all about. Just the good yeah. feeling inside, and getting uh, getting with the family, having a great time. Right. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta love that. You gotta love the friends. You gotta love the friend the kids. It's for the kids. And that's what you love to see, you know, just have a great time, giving gifts. Bonding with family. Bonding with fr- family, overindulging, you know, get, <laughs> get too many gifts. That, push that stress away. You know, you gotta. If you're stressed about buying something, just buy it. Just buy, just <laughs> swipe the card and just buy it away. No, but, yeah, I, I want to go back into the, uh, the whole stress thing because I was watching a really good which this can be applied to anything, not just, you know, Christmas. Just being stressed about jobs and or not jobs, just, you know, personal life and working on yourself. I was watching this, um, it was probably some motivational video on YouTube, which, you know, yeah, there's a there's hundred of those, you know, the epic music playing behind it. But this one was, um, who's the guy who plays uh, Captain America? Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. He was doing this thing and he said he, um, well, he deals with anxiety attacks and stuff like that. And he said um, a good thing for him was to just, which is probably easier said than done, is just stop thinking and just do what you're doing and just stop thinking for a second. Because your mind, which I, I think everyone does this to an extent, just being stressed out. But <clears throat> when you have anxiety attacks and stuff like that, it's exacerbated. But um, it's just stopping your mind from thinking. Because, you know, people a lot of the times will say, oh, well, I can't stop my, you know, I can't do, just take a second and just do, don't stop what you're doing. Do what you're doing, but just do it and kind of, I guess, trust the process, I guess. Mm -hmm. But just for a second, just do, do what you're doing and just um, enjoy, enjoy it in the moment. That's another thing that um, Chris Evans says. Well, that's potentially dangerous if you're shopping and you're stressed about getting gifts. If you're just don't be shopping. I'm just gonna get all the gifts. I'm not even gonna think about it. Well, (laughs) you know, just keep rolling your cart down the uh, aisle and yeah, just um, just focus on getting out. Because people, people, especially in today's society, they're like, oh, I gotta think. I gotta. You can get better. You can you know develop yourself as a person, become a better person without just sending your mind to the abyss of thinking about just all these random things about, you know, I don't know, you know, working out your job, friends and family, like, you know, my friends really that great. No, (laughs) but, um, 
just thinking about all these things, your mind can become cluttered when, when that's, you know, that's also important when you have goals to, you have the goal in mind, you set your sights on it and you just do it, which not to saying that deep thinking is a bad thing, but I think people these days, I mean, not even these days, just people in general, they like to, you know, keep their minds going, but I think you can become a better person without putting your mind through that agony. Well, there's times to think critically yeah. about things, and there's times yeah. to not think at all. Yeah. Because people are kind of getting, they're like, oh, I, you know, I want to be a happy person. Because you can be productive and then also just be really jittery because you're kind of being reactive. So whenever you get something, you're like, oh, i got to do it. i got to make sure it's perfect and I'm doing all this stuff. When in reality, you could, you could do it faster or even more efficiently or better for yourself, for your mental state, I guess, just to you know, relax, plan it through, get through it. And even if, you know, if something goes wrong, it's like, well, can't control it. Just kind of relax, which I mean, that's different people are different ways. So that's a whole, you don't want to overthink things. Yeah. Don't want to overthink things like me overthinking how to think about things. Yeah. Right. But, but that's probably the main cause of stress for Christmas is people just thinking, oh, what if they don't like this gift? What if this one's not enough? And what if this meal's doesn't look great? Which also plays into the whole thing of when you're keeping stuff in your mind, also talking to people, you know, enjoying other people. That's also another part of it is um, just playing your ideas out to someone. Because sometimes, most of the time when you think it's crazy, someone will say, well, it's not that crazy. It's pretty normal. Or if Uh you think, you know, this is, you know, this is normal. Everyone should think this way. Someone will say, well, that's, that's kind of crazy. You should probably uh, rethink that. Or they'll give you advice or the, at least they'll let you know it's kind of crazy. And then you can, you know, when you're talking to people about it, you'll be ready for to uh, meet that. But, um, which that also comes with maturity. And um, when you get older, <clears throat> you, you kind of have your, you stop thinking about certain things. And you just focus on what really matters. Because when you get older, you just get tired of thinking about all these random things. You just kind of throw those aside. You get back to what you really, you know, love and understand. <clears throat> but, and then you also want to learn new things. But the way that older people learn new thing learns new things, which, all you know, with the whole brain, and you can't learn things as fast when you're older. Um, which I think is very... It's a very case to case um, based because I think some people can still learn when they're older, but I think just the way that older people learn, they want to um, they want to really understand it and they take their time learning it because then they can understand the whole idea and whether they actually learn it, whether they actually understand it better or not is once again it's case by case. But I think just the good feeling of knowing that you put that time in to understand something, uh-huh. it gives you confident, confidence in what you're saying, which I think our generation has trouble with because you can just look anything up on the internet. You can That's just, what I was thinking. Yeah. This, this generation just looks everything up. Yeah, and then it also plays into the whole, um, like, how much you retain, like how much knowledge you can retain, which I don't know for you, but for me, it seems like I don't retain knowledge as much since I've started looking up, up stuff on the internet, which, I mean, that could just be psychological and me thinking that I don't know that much. And I'm, There's also dif- different yeah. learning styles yeah. that 
certain people have. Yeah. Some people learn better yeah. visually looking yeah. at something and reading it off the internet. Some people yeah. need it to be said to them. Yeah. Some people just need to do yeah. it. Or some people need repetition. Some people don't, depending on what. You know, if it's tactile or... Yeah, that's strength of memory, yeah. 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 But it feels great, and that's what you love. That's what you love. You love when it feels great. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, you know, that was a good discussion. We had a good, a lot of good thoughts on Christmas. We talked about stress. We talked about family. Yeah. And we, maybe we took a little stress out for ourselves, you know? <laughs> yeah, it took We've time. been thinking a lot. We just want to get our ideas out there. And we want to share it. We just want to have, that's what this podcast is really about. We want to share an honest conversation, you know, with us, but also with you. Yeah, and that extends to any viewers out there uh, in the comment section. If you want to write about what you think about Christmas, are you a, one of the people that are really into it? Or are you one of the people that don't really like the time yeah. for some reason? Are you the Grinch? Are you the Ebenezer Scrooge? Let us know. <laughs> Or if you disagree with any of our ideas, you know, let us know. Or we'll you take it very personally. You can yeah, fact or check fact us check us, well. us with our very specific uh, <laughs> supporting evidence. Yep. But um, yeah, you know, we uh, we would enjoy uh, hearing about. Well, I mean, not that I haven't. I've heard from you know my brother, and <laughs> I've heard from a lot. You know, it's got to start somewhere. But I've heard from family members and friends about you know people that like the first of all the whole podcast, and then you know, liked it, disliked it. And then they had, you know, specific ideas that they really liked, you know, the way that we present, present it, you know, the music, all this stuff, anything really, you know, just send us a line. Our, uh, our podcast is now available on Google music, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. And if there's any other platforms that you would like it on, or if you want us to start a YouTube channel and we can put it up there and we could record ourselves, you know, that's a little, that's a little far, but you know, if you want it, We'll, we'll, we'll do it for you. We'll provide. We will provide for the viewer. But, um, yeah, you know, just uh, send us a line. Give us a comment. And it's really easy on SoundCloud to leave a comment because yep. you can leave it for the specific time. So, And that will also be another thing. If you want a YouTube channel, it would be easier to, to comment on that video um, because you can just leave, leave a comment at the time or specifically what you want. Um, which on iTunes and Google Music is a little harder. But those, you can also download it. So, you know, download it, listen to it while you're going to work, driving in your car, riding your bike, and yeah. having a great time. Yeah. So until until next time. This is the No Nonsense Podcast. We look forward to seeing you again.